babies. Why can't you be nice like that to me? I don't like you. Oh, gotcha. 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 <laughs> you make my life difficult. Uh, what do you say we start the uh, the show, the Summer Mind Sports Show, the latest and greatest uh, in New England sports? Lot to get to, lot to get to today. We've got scandals, we've got some momentous morons on the simplest minds of the week, and um, and we got football. We got a lot of football. So uh, let's do some opening takes. I'll start. I'm not going to do football. I'm going to do basketball, and I'm going to do the stupid Celtics and stupid Ime Udoka and his stupid dick and it traveling uh, reportedly down I-95 to uh, Brooklyn, once New Jersey, now Brooklyn, uh, to coach the Nets uh, after they fired Steve Nash, a.k.a. Kyrie Irving fired Steve Nash. What a shitty look. What a shitty look. If this Now, it hasn't happened. It reportedly was supposed to happen as of Thursday at 1.30. It hasn't happened yet. But for the Celtics to go through this whole thing, suspend the guy for a year, have a press conference, hire a law firm. Um, you've got guys like Matt Barnes saying it was like the worst thing he's ever heard. And then like a second later, he goes and gets to coach another team. It's just, I don't know. It's It's got a bad taste in my mouth like we just shouldn't have heard from him from i may doga for a, at least a year at least a year and then let him go do his thing it's just too soon i don't know if it says more about the celtics or more about the grimy organization that is the nets we don't have enough information on what i may actually did to know that but right now on the surface like the this whole fucking ordeal with udoka it doesn't have a good feeling uh if you're the celtics raymond uh, thank you there, Richard. I'm going to piggyback off you. And uh, the other day, Marcus Smart had an interview with the Globe. I sent it to both of you. It is a shit show. The one thing that we said that could derail the Celtics is Marcus Smart. And he goes out there basically complaining that I is going to the Nets and that he's his homeboy and that, you know, Boston slandered his name because he did something. You know, who cares? He had sex. Yeah. Well, Marcus, you can't have sex with your boss's wives, no matter what. If one of the three of us went to uh, work tomorrow and fucked our boss's wife. I guarantee you none of us would be employed anymore. That's why I may doesn't have a job here in Brooklyn, uh, Boston and he's going to Brooklyn. But at the same token, you have uh, a coach here uh, that the two J's are love Joe Missoula. So why not just piggyback off of that? Just be like, yeah, I may's going there. We're focused on this season, but yet Marcus has to open his stupid mouth and cry me a river about goddamn. I may not being here anymore. Fuck you, Marcus smart. But two things can be true. It it can look uh, shitty for the Celtics, and Marcus Smart is still an asshole. Mm-hmm. Both both things can be true, and, and they are yeah. they are in this moment. Uh, as of Bobby, your opening take. Well, we're all angry this morning. I have a trade deadline rant. Okay, <laughs> a second round pick, a second round pick would have gotten the Patriots a core player in a position group of need: tight end, linebacker receiver a second round pick would have gotten them a three down linebacker something they haven't had since 2019 all the linebackers we have now are bit pieces part you put in a three down linebacker the guys that play the run and the guys that play the pass complement for a second round pick a second round pick would have gotten you put him at whatever tight end grouping you think he is second third whatever it is now we have a core tight end you're talking Hawkins. Second round, I think the Lions paid a division price for that, for whatever that trade was with the back and forth. I think if it's not a uh, out of division trade, it's probably a second round pick, maybe something else. For a second round pick, you get Chase Claypool. 
You put Chase Claypool and Jacoby Myers next to each other, that's five years of a very strong wide receiver group. You have two receivers on the field that can each work intermediate and short routes at all times. And if Tyquan Thornton works out, you have a guy that goes over your top. There's your three receivers for a second round pick. Couldn't have said it better myself. Now, make it sound easy. Yeah, the problem with those are all really valid points. The problem is you didn't say there was not one fuck dropped. Um, you Mm -hmm. there didn't really didn't come off angry enough. Now it might be the new mic and hearing things correctly that you're just getting used to the setup. We're gonna say I'm just feeling myself with my new podcast setup. I'm less angry right now, and you know with this new setup, trying to yeah, but yeah, there's no suck my dick, no fox, no nothing. (laughs) He's got a really, he's got a really uh, uh, echoey reverb going on, and then in that hollow room of his that he has with his standing desk. So it's, it's in the bed. Yes, echoey. this room is is a work in progress. <laughs> and he sends some wall art. Yeah, it's a, yeah, he needs some. We'll send you. We'll send you a second round pick wall art of uh, <laughs> excellent. Of, yeah, give me a second round pick, and then Hawkinson. maybe I can decorate this fucking room. <laughs> there it is. There he is. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll be doing that. We'll kick off the show with Bobby's trade deadline rant and uh, the effects on the Patriots and a record-breaking day for the NFL that the Pats want to no part of. Uh, we'll do a uh, Patriots. Are they heading in the right direction after a win in New York uh, with the Colts coming up? Talk about the Colts and the Pats quickly. Get a prediction on that. The IMA fallout and the Celtics, what they're up to and uh, what it means if Udoka goes and coaches the Nets. And simplest minds of the week, you want to talk about angry. Oh, these are, we've been talking about these two motherfuckers for years and uh, they're not going anywhere apparently, or maybe one finally is. One might be. We'll get, yeah, one, one might be. Um, The other one I think is about to leave for Germany. Sounds like Mm. 1939 Germany, if you had his choice. Uh, So we'll get to that uh, on some of my sports show Friday rewind. My calendar's on October, uh, November 4th. Nice job. Nope. You got it right. We we time travel here because the show comes out tomorrow. So this is why. See, it's not as easy as it looks, kids. Not as easy as it looks. Welcome to the show. Tits Ray. <laughs> Thank you. That was tucked in there deep. It took yeah. you some work to get that well, out. We had to get his fucking wife beater out. You know that <laughs> Ray still. Wife, a... You know Ray still wears wife beaters. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I could not wear a shirt without one. I couldn't do it. Wait, huh. you're a wife beater guy too? Yeah, hundred percent. I can't wear a shirt without one. Oh my god. Oh my god. It would god. have to be hundred and fifty <laughs> degrees for me to take it off. Do you yep. um do you have to special <laughs> order them from uh the Wuhan county uh, county in uh region in China? These are Hanes. Bro. I get them straight Amazon. Hanes. I go Amazon Prime Basics. That's that's what I get. So yes, they're basic. They're getting them. They're getting from China. The Wuhan. Oh, they're yeah, fantastic. Yeah. They're form fitted and they're they're excellent. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> My God. Do you get really long ones like Ray so you can tuck them in so his poopa doesn't hang out? I don't think any of Ray's clothing are long, okay? If anything, it's more of a chode <laughs> shape, all right? God damn it, Bobby. <laughs> it, does, it could be any piece of clothing, but when it gets to Ray, it just form yeah. fits to him and just, yeah. just yeah, exactly. block chode. 
Yeah. It's just like, it's like men's dress clothing. You know how there's like a 42 long. His is like a 38 short. <laughs> 38C, 38 short. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going cunt on that, but yeah, chode works too. Uh, yeah, no, I go, I go cunt on other things like your mother's ass. Um, uh, NFL trade deadline. The Patriots do nothing. Let's get back to that real quick. Let's talk about the the guys that uh the teams that did do something. There were ten deals. Uh, twelve players moved. A record for the NFL. This has really opened up in the past several years. The trade deadline used to be a real snooze fest. People were coaches mm. were too afraid that no one could pick up their fucking complicated system uh, middle of the season. Well, that's out the window. Uh, you got guys going everywhere. The biggest one, uh, certainly as it pertains to the Patriots and the AFC East, but I think uh, debatable whether it's the biggest name or not. Uh, Chubb from Denver goes to the Dolphins. I didn't look up what they sent. If you guys know what first first round pick, I don't third and a fifth. I think they keep going. The bottom line with the Dolphins is they don't have any uh, draft picks left. They gathered all of the draft picks in the world, and now basically they're all gone. Um, and it's all on Tua now. They also picked up Jeff Wilson from the Forty Niners. Some some running back shuffling uh, going on there. Chase Edmonds go to Denver for that Chubb deal. And then they brought back Jeff Wilson from the 49ers, the 49ers, obviously last week picked up Christian McCaffrey, uh, which was a big deal. Sticking in the a- in the AFC East, the bills got Naheem Hines. They sent Zach Moss to, uh, to the Colts. That's probably an upgrade as a third down back. They haven't really had anybody in that role for, uh, for Better a number pass of catcher. Years. That's kind of really, they only throw the ball. So, yep. Um, He's on my fantasy. God damn it. Just give me one good. Give me one good thing to happen to me in fantasy this year. No one cares. Um, Jets didn't do shit. They chipped out a defensive lineman. Um, spoke more to what they didn't do is they didn't move that bitchy wide receiver, Elijah Moore, who's been asking for a trade for he's a rookie, right? He wants to leave the Jets. I don't blame him. He sounds like a decent guy. <laughs> he sounds like a reasonable human being. So I don't know why you're getting on him. Fair enough. Uh, that's a good point. Uh, the Eagles got Robert Quinn. The Ravens got Roquan Smith. The Jags went out and struck a big old deal and got Calvin Ridley. Uh, Amblin guy... man. Did you see the? Did you see that thing that was going around the internet? One guy placed a bet on where uh, Calvin Ridley would end up in the trade, and it was Jacksonville. Yeah, and Calvin Ridley a... actually made the bet. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's where the... was that's where uh, I go. I th- I'm pretty sure that was fake, but no it is shit. Very... It's just funny little meme I was trying to tell you, Richard. God, shut your phone off. It's our time now, not right. that time. Apologize. Yep. Sorry. No. Thank you. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, really hasn't played football in two years, and uh, there's a good that he might be like one of these guys that the NFL just doesn't let play again. Like you don't bet in the game. Come on, Josh Gordon Maybe. got to play after all those times that he got busted for weed and alcohol. You don't think he's gonna get a chance? Yeah, but they kept suspending him. <laughs> they just fucking kept, kept fucking up. Yeah, 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 gambling they take totally up. differently. Totally differently. Uh, yeah, you can't can... you go to a DraftKings and bet when you go to New England Patriots games uh, starting next year? Hey, no one's saying it's fair or right. We're just, I'm just telling you what the deal so is. Stupid. Let's not forget that before he got suspended for that, he just quit because uh, he didn't. Uh, he had a mental health problem. He just took it. <laughs> he rolled the Ben Simmons trade into a uh, early, early Cancun yeah. season. So uh, good on the Jags. Uh, let's see. The Bears got your boy Claypool, Bobby. Yep. I guess that'll help them. Uh, Vikings got Hawkinson after Irv Smith went down. 
And uh, Chiefs got Kadarius Tony, the only other uh, real AFC move that could affect the Patriots. Any thoughts on these on these moves? The Patriots could have made any one of these trades and benefited from. Go on. Well, I mean, look at Robert Quinn. You could have helped out your defense. Rokon Smith would have helped out your linebacking core. Uh, Calvin Ridley, that's probably the only one out of all these trades that I look at that probably wouldn't benefit the Patriots right now. Hawkinson, you could line him up. I mean, what's uh, – holy shit, I'm drawing a blank on the tight end. Johnny Smith. Hunter, Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith both haven't really done much. TJ Hawkinson is one of those players that can just get receptions and yards after the catch. Uh, Claypool, like Bobby said earlier, short, intermediate routes. Guy was – clutch all the time McCaffrey probably would have been a wish list but again that would have helped out this uh running back core with uh Damian Harris down now so here's the only pushback I'll give you on this stuff so working down that working down that list you here's the guy that I would have Raekwon Smith is the move to Bobby's point like I'm in agreement third down linebacker um he can come in fill in a role immediately make an immediate impact uh you you spend 80% of your time on the top 20% of what you have. And right now for the Patriots, that's your front seven. That's your defense. If you can bolster that even more with a guy like that for a second round pick. Yeah, I'm in. Um, the other guy. So Hawkinson, I like him. I get you. But isn't Hawkinson just Hunter Henry? So is it Hunter Henry's he's Hunter Henry? I think he's, he's Hunter- a bigger, stronger, better athlete. Like he's Hunter Johnny Henry Smith? back in San Diego. Well, that's actually good at football. <laughs> Got it. My, I, I think my, my greater point is, is, you know, is Hawkinson going to make an impact on this team with the walking nutsack running the offense? We've seen Jonu Smith absolutely disappear from being a red zone threat with the Titans. Mm. We've seen Hunter, Hunter Henry disappear from being a red zone threat with the Patriots. I don't know what kind of immediate impact Hawkinson has over what you have now. Um, Robert Quinn. Sure. Uh, you know, if you want to, if you want to go that route, I think that would be a little bit of a surplus there on the on the D line, and then Claypool. I think he falls right into the category of mediocre to good wide receivers that you have now. You'd have you already were looking to ship one of those guys out, but he is young, um, but they can't get born on the field. So I don't know. I I understand what you're saying in terms of improving talent. Do we have faith that the coaching staff could have taken that talent and actually done something with them? Mm. Um, and does Belichick look at it and go, I'm not spending a second round pick to bring a guy in here for skinny Ray to to ship off to to Siberia because he told him he doesn't like his plays. Yeah, my, I'm 100% with you with Raekwon Smith. The third, having a three down line, but all our other linebackers are either run players or pass players. We don't have a guy that can be out there all the time and do both. He would help solidify the defense. We're both in agreement. My my main thing for TJ Hawkinson is he would be a core player that would be essentially part of your... He would also be a three-down offensive player. I just think the, the team lacks core players. And when I say a core player, I mean they are a starting 11 player that is on that field regardless. They're not out there in pass situations. They're not out there in run situations. They play. And to me, I just feel like they're lacking core players. And I do feel like Claypool would be that. And I think him paired with Myers, who is a core player at this point, would be essentially on the right side and left side of the field. You'd have someone at two depths of the field that can is proven to get open. Yeah. And that, that's just my, that's where I'm landing with it. 
fair enough. Um, it, certainly you could have improved the team. Here's where here's where they should have struck a deal, and it could have been a deal that we could bitch about today. N- bringing zero offensive line help to this team, even from a depth perspective, is ridiculous. Now, I don't know. I don't even know if any offensive lineman moved. It doesn't look like it. it looks like, like it, it was mostly skill players. I think players. the only one was Haran to the Raiders. Yeah, blow his ACL. So good, good call there. <laughs> Trade uh, so maybe that's a pipe dream. Maybe they tried and there was nobody moving. But that that would be the biggest uh, need that that you need at this point. And yeah, it's always disappointing when there's there's nothing going on, especially when you have a deadline like this and you have a team in the Patriots that are certainly not complete. However, last point on the deadline stuff here. I'm glad they didn't sell. I'm glad Bourne didn't yeah. walk out the door for a fifth round pick or. Even Aguilar walked up because you're four and four. You're a you're a, a game out behind the Jets and the Dolphins. You're in an AFC that frankly sucks outside of the Bills and the Chiefs. You're in it. You're ninth place. You're knocking on the door of the playoffs. They control their you, destiny. Eighth you place. need depth. You absolutely need depth. And you never know who's going to pop, especially on offense where it seems like we're almost starting over with Mac here in the, in the offensive coaching. So let's see if they can build something. And you know, if Aguilar or born, one of these guys can get back in the good graces and pop, I'm just glad they didn't sell them off and, and kind of punt on the season. There's a, there's a positive. No, no, this is note great you. you didn't, you didn't, you didn't see any cornerbacks getting traded either. That's the other need that this team needed. And luckily we didn't see any. So at least we didn't have to bitch about that. Oh, I thought you said quarterbacks. I thought you were making another fucking dig at Mac. Corner, to... corner, corner, oh, corner, 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 corner. Who needs corner. cornerbacks? Corner, we get Jack corner, Jones. Future Hall of Famer. Uh, True. Yep. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Apologize, Jack. Uh, future Hall of Famer, Jack Jones. Yeah, thank you. My mistake. Um, let's talk about the Patriots if they're heading in the right direction right after headlines with the obvious one. Thank you there, Richard. Uh, the Pats beat Zach motherfucking Wilson and the New York Jets 22-17 on Sunday. Mac was pedestrian at best, 24 for 35, 194 yards, one TD, one interception, and sacked six times. The Pats' defense led up 355 yards passing, but had three interceptions. Next up, a Week 9 matchup against the 3-4-1 and one Colts. Look for the Queen and I in the stands on Sunday. Uh, the Celtics went 1-2 and two and can't beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. A 132-123 overtime loss last Friday and a 114-113 loss on Wednesday. Celtics are 4-3. and three. Next up, home against the Bulls tonight at 7.30. And the Bruins can't stop, won't stop. They're 10-1 and one on a seven-game winning streak. Wins over the Rangers, Penguins, and Blue Jackets. 45 goals for uh, the Bruins right now. That's most in the NHL. Suck it, Bill. And the Red Sox have signed... Yep, that's no one. The Red Sox have done nothing. Uh, This has been Headlines with the Obvious One. Back to you, Richard. Thank you for the Red Sox update, by the way. Um, Mm -hmm. Always important to keep track on them. You do. I really like your headlines, Ray. They're really concise when you you do it because you know what you want to say. You're talking, uh, what you're you're reading there. It's good. uh, I'll just add this. Uh, we didn't. It is the fall classic. It's the uh, oh, yeah. World Series. The Astros uh, pitched the first no hitter since. Um, oh my God! No, sorry. The name Doc, whatever his name is for the Yankees, and however fucking long ago it was, um, they did it with four guys. But hats off to them. They tied the series two two with the Phillies. 
so that's your World Series update. Hey, can I ask a question real quick? Who's the GM for the uh, Phillies? Oh, that would be uh, Dombrowski, the once uh, World S- Series champion of the Boston Red Sox and most recently oh. fired general manager of the Boston Red Sox, uh, who finished last in oh, last okay. place this year. I was just making sure. I was just putting that on my uh, behind the entry. Baltimore Orioles who play their pay their players with used condoms. So there's a lot of value thing. in that. <laughs> depends, depends on who semen it is. Yeah, it depends mm-hmm. on what industry you're you're looking to get into. Yeah. Ray, I just also you didn't you were so focused on your reading. I just wanted to show you this too. Fuck you. Oh, Ray loves these beers, but he can't get them. Christmas crack, baby. Yeah, Christmas they're real crack. good. Yeah, they're real good. Seven point mm-hmm. five. On a, on a lunch beer is a tempting fate, but that's okay. <laughs> Remember, stay level. Got to keep it level. <laughs> Gotta keep it level. Gotta keep it level. Let's talk about the Patriots keeping it level. God, my segues are fucking mm, chef's kiss today. Let's talk about the uh, Patriots keep it level and in the right direction, are they? So you got a 22-17 win over the Jets, aided by Zach Wilson's suck, suck bag performance. Um, that kid's going to be out of the league, if not a backup in uh, two years, three years. He, I, I don't. The type of suck that he has, I think we've seen this for years. These type of players, um, they, it, you can't break them of it. It's like a, it's like a wild horse. It's like a bronco. You can't like a gazelle. Gazelle? No. Oh yeah, gazelle. Sorry, <laughs> not gazelle. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No gazelle. Yeah. Um. I just think you know that his mind shuts off. His uh, there was some there was some stat. Um, he was one for fourteen under pressure from the Patriots in that game. Three interceptions and zero yards or something mm-hmm. like just. The it was obvious watching it that he couldn't handle it. I don't know how you break someone of that because he had so much success with it in that one year Ooh. at BYU. It's like. Ooh. Go ahead, get him out. Get him out of the jet system. That's how you. I agree. Out. I I think it's a hundred percent where he landed. Mm-hmm. I think if you look at Josh Allen, he looked terrible for two years and then he popped. Wilson isn't the same physical prospect as Josh Allen, but he he's got tools. He's he's not like not athletic, but like it's just bad coaching. If you put him with good coaches, he could probably succeed. You know where I like to see him go? I like to see him go to the Giants. Well, he's not going anywhere because uh, Sam Darnold was a number three overall pick for the Jets before Zach Wilson was a number three overall pick for the Jets. He was seeing ghosts. Zach Wilson's seeing ghosts. I, they're not going to move on from Zach Wilson. They've already, uh, Salas came out and said that he's our guy for the remainder of the season, good or bad. We're going to see what we have with this kid. Um, that means he's going to be with the Jets for another two or three years, and that means he's going to be a career backup or out of the league in two or three years because I'll take I'll take your lead on that, Bobby, because of the Jets. We're past the Jets. We see him in two weeks, as uh, Suck Wilson um, so eloquently put Ooh. in his post game presser. Uh, like, they'll like they'll be back. It was three weeks, by the way, Zach. There's a bye week for the Pats in between, but math, moron, simple minds. Uh, so we'll get back to them. Let's talk about the Patriots. Let's do some pros and cons. I'll start with the pros, and I'll start with this one. I think number one. D- disagree with me if you like. Ramadama Ding Dong, uh, Ramon J. Stevenson has been an absolute beast. Belichick has gushed over him multiple times. Uh, His recent words, I'll give you a quote. Mandre, 
as they call him down there at Pat's place. Mondre just gets better every day, Belichick said. He's one of the guys that I've coached that really has shown just continuous improvement almost every day he walks into the building. Just in every phase of the game, the kids really come a long way in every part of his game. Stevenson is 10th in the NFL in rushing right now with 558 yards, uh, 17 yards away for fifth. Um, he really only got the starting position two or three weeks ago when, when Harrison yeah, went They're down. featuring him now. They're certainly Harris featuring him. Um, let me give you the stat, and I'll, I'll get your opinion on Ramondre, Ramadamadingdong. Where is it? Uh, 20 regular season games. He's carried 247 times for 1,164 yards and nine touchdowns. He's being compared to the likes of uh, Zeke Elliott and uh, you know some of the other top backs in the league over the past 10 years or so. He's your, is he your biggest pro? Is he your biggest offensive weapon? He's your big most thing we should look forward to Ramondre Stevens every, every Sunday at this point? I think that's your only Myers. option, right? Yeah. No, I didn't even say Myers. I just say it's him. He's the only guy that has been consistent all year. I mean, even though he was uh, splitting carries with Harris, I mean, now he's the guy, and there's no stopping this guy when he gets in the open field. So, uh, yeah, except for his own uh, – he, he can't run far. Fast, yeah. Is it me or does he seem there. like he just isn't in great shape? No, no, no. He's great shape. He just – it's all the weed. It's all the weed. He just doesn't have the – But it's uh, like he – He's a weed guy. Whenever he's like moving, it's like when he gets up after get tackled, he looks like he's just like, oh, like he barely <laughs> makes it back to the huddle. And then like the next play, like I, he just has like the strangest cadences and movements to me in between plays. And like yeah. sometimes it seems like nothing's going to happen. And then, you know, he breaks some tackles, but he's just it's it's funny to watch. He doesn't seem explosive, but he makes it happen. Marshawn Lynch has been his highest praise in terms of like comparison. Mm. You could say that uh, about Marshawn, especially if like before he got beast mode, before that run he made against the Saints where, you know, he got the beast mode title. Like if you had paid attention to mm. him, he was still a good back, but yeah. it was kind of similar to what we're thinking about Stevenson now is like, well, can he break one? Like, is he that explosive? And Marshawn yeah. Lynch was never that guy. Like he would have to break tackles all the way down the field because he yes. wasn't faster than anybody. Yeah. The problem, the thing was he did. And I think we're seeing that with Stevenson um, right now. He's he's just shedding shedding guys off of him. I don't know. He's a fucking running back. Like cool, like I, flavor of the week. Um, this guy could go down tomorrow with an ACL, and are they fucked after that? I don't think so. Look at the run of Patriot running backs that we've seen um, for twenty years. They so just, you think it's the system? You don't think play. it's the player? No, it's the, he's better than he's, he's a better good than he's a good player. He's got a he's he's got a passing game about him. He's um he can catch he's the, the closest thing they've had from a three down back since probably Corey Dillon. I'm not mm -hmm. calling him Corey Dillon, but he's the closest like they've they've run the two down back and then third down back for as long as I can remember since Corey Dillon. Between you know, from Falk to um Vereen to White. Yeah. Right now, you don't have that. He's they've tried they've tried to get three down guys, but didn't work out. Like when they drafted Lawrence Maroney, that didn't work. Super Bowl champion. Mm -hmm. Apologies. <laughs> uh, let's talk about some other uh, defensive uh, or some other pros. Sorry, uh, what? It's only on the defense. Let's see where you're going with that. Feel free to disagree if you like. But how about the defensive identity? Judon was asked about this, um, and he has a quote here. 
But let me just put let me give you this little statistic before we do that. A, a nod to a all time Patriot, Devin McCourty, with his two picks against Zach Wilson, got his 32nd and 33rd career pick. He makes him the most uh, has the most interceptions, 10 of which are against Zach Wilson. Player. What's that? 10, 10 of those picks in his career are against Zach Wilson. I was just going to say, I think almost legitimately a third of them are against I know, Yes. <laughs> He's got like four or five picks against Zach Wilson in just two years. But the uh, Pats are 26 and four when McCourty has an interception. Um, I don't know what that's that tells you. I think it's just that you play shitty quarterbacks. No, the turnover game. battle. The turnover battle. You win the turnover battle probably when McCourty gets a pick. Mac Jones still undefeated. Um, yeah, I know. They win the turnover stuff. battle. Yeah, Thank you. Yep. Uh, but at, at the end of the day, I I still believe it's the identity is it starts with the front seven uh, pressure, including the safeties. Um, Coming into the box between Duggar, Jabril Peppers has been getting a whole lot of love in the local local uh, media these this week, and um, obviously McCourty's in there, and Adrian Phillips, who's been playing a big part for a couple years now. Here's your quote from Judon, and uh, Ray, I'll get your opinion. Here's what he said: "We found an identity, but we keep letting that monster creep in." Said Judon, "We have good games, and then we have bad games. Sunday was a good game." And that's the defense we want to put out there. We've got to tighten up the explosive plays. They had explosive plays, and every time they had an explosive play, that's when they scored. We've got to tighten that, tighten up on that. That's a real Ray play, Ray sentence. He just says the same yeah. thing four times in in one sentence. It, yeah, and just to clarify, the monster he's referring to are mobile quarterbacks. So, <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. However, I don't know if we would call Zach Wilson. A, Zach Wilson ran around a lot, but horizontal. None of it was forward, and yeah. they still had seven plays go for over 20 yards, which technically is an explosive play. Um, and that was mostly in the first half, really, except I guess they had two. And it was last... really on that touchdown drive. Their first touchdown drive was like two or three. Yeah, and then, and then the last touchdown drive, they had that big 50-plus yard That's um, true. on that shitty tackle from Jack Jones. Do you agree with the Judon and the identity? Do you think that they have it? Do you think that if they play uh, to their to their level? that they uh, are as good as he thinks they are? No. <laughs> Go on, Bobby. <laughs> no, I think they're good against bad teams and bad against good teams. And mobile quarterbacks are going to give them a real hard time. I think that's who they've been. That's what the stats or that's what the um, that's what the results say for the past two seasons. And it worries me slightly that Matt Ryan's out in this new mobile quarterbacks in. He's going to move around more. I think it'll give him significantly more trouble against the Colts this week. He's going to he's going to give him more trouble than Matt Ryan would because Matt Ryan is a fucking dead fish who Exactly. Uh, he was a the corpse of Matt Ryan. Yeah, he he has nothing, but I am not worried about um, technical not rookie I guess. No, he's a rookie, right? They just drafted him 6th no. round or something. Last no, year. I think it's his second year. I think they drafted him last year. All right, first real game dude. Ray, your opinion on uh on the on the defense. Do you agree that they should be in the pro category and not just by default? Would you consider them a pro on this team? Yeah, but like he says, they're not consistent enough. I mean, week in, week out, they should be putting up the same performance, but they don't. So if something's happening, whether it's they're listening to a different scheme from one of the defensive coordinators, a la Stephen Belichick or Gerard Mayo, but something's going on where it's not consistent every week. Yeah, but like Bobby Can said. I ask you something? Sorry to interrupt you. You may. You may. The inconsistencies is Chicago, which – I'm going to blame on the coaching 100%. 
I'm going to blame on the Mac Jones quarterback controversy. Nobody's head was in that game. Everybody looked like they had um, a lot of ancillary factors. And then do you want to go Baltimore? Lamar Jackson kind of does that shit to everybody. Um, And if you didn't piss down your pants three times, you should have won that game. Who pissed down their pants real quick? Mac Jones. Other than, other than those two games, I'm not looking at the defense and saying inconsistent. I, you know, those are the only games that let's check the scores. They've kept everybody else under 24, under 20, you know, 26. Like in today's NFL, you should be pretty competitive doing that. They shut out the fucking Detroit Lions, the number one scoring offense in the league at that point, who they broke, by the way. The Lions are now broken after playing the Patriots offensively. I don't know. I give them I give them more credit than I think you guys do. I I, I do think they're good. I've been saying this all year. I think they have uh, the ability to be a top five defense. However, they're a number one cornerback away, which makes a whole. It turns a Bill Belichick defense from a top 10 to a top five when you have the number one guy and they don't. So I guess inconsistency, inconsistency trickles in. But when your offense is as lukewarm to shitty as it's been for the Patriots, I think it, it's actually making the defense look worse than it actually is. Yeah, they, they just they have so many problems that they play off of each other. Like they don't have really <laughs> we're talking about running backs. They're probably the best positional group. Would you say that their two running backs are probably their best position group? Yes. Uh, yeah. As for, in terms of high skill level, uh, uh, you could probably rival safeties with that. Um, you're talking about one, but anyway, to your greater point, go on. Yeah. It's, it's just that they don't have a complete roster yet. They don't. And so where like you're, you're saying they need basically, they need another core player in a number one corner to get this done. It's not, not even that they need two or three core players. They, they, they need, guys on the field they can rely on because right now they're piecemealing it with guys that can do half the job and they're just putting them in half the time. And then if they do, if that situation doesn't play out the way that they think it's going to based off of the personnel have on the field, they're fucked. Yeah. I would, just, I think defensively, you, I think you could name some of those core players. I, you know, I think between Judon Barmore, Barmore, yeah. um, I I'm going to throw Adrian Phillips in there. Kyle Duggar's a, a a young safety that's done a lot. Come on. And now you have two draft picks in the Jones kids that we really like and put in the right position. They can, they can play old sounds of silence over there. Jonathan Jones still hasn't had a, a really bad game. It, Packers, the Packers was his worst game against Aaron Rodgers. So I think the defense has what you you could possibly consider some core players. And of course you got to put McCordy in there, even though he's clearly lost the step and is more of a coach than anything else. Um, I, I, I honestly think if the offense, if the offense was what they were last year, we'd be looking at this defense and going, Holy shit, they're fucking awesome. Hmm. Cause you'd be putting teams in other, in, in, in higher leverage positions and you'd have more games like the jets where you'd have bad quarterbacks or mediocre quarterbacks in positions where they'd have to make plays. And that's where Belichick defenses are the best when you, when you force them into doing stuff they don't want to do and they take advantage and turnover. So I think they got some good players in defense. We'll see if they can carry the team. It's not really the case in the NFL anymore. I think no matter what you look at at the end of the season, you're going to go look back at that bears game and that's going to be the biggest black eye of this whole defensive uh, season. Mm. Could cause them to miss the playoffs. 
Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna need a revert. They're gonna need a game in the opposite end where they're gonna have to beat the beat a Bills or something like that to make up for it. Mm-hmm. Or a Dolphins team. Well, the Dolphins even at this point, yeah, shut yeah. down Hill and Waddle. You know, when, when they're running high. Yeah. I, I I think one of the best things that the Patriots can hope for is that the Bills don't lose another game moving forward, and so that way that last game of the season, the Bills are resting everybody, and that's a cupcake win because they might need that game. I don't think the Bills would cupcake it. I think with all the things that McVay have happened. Or uh, Big Dermot uh, fucking, fucking hates. hates. Yeah. <laughs> there's, no, I, there's no way he arrests his players. He's going to play. No, he's the they're going to fucking, they're going to trounce the Patriots in their first meeting, and then they're going to trounce them again. At the he end. always looks so mad. He's just sitting there all red, red-faced on the sideline. Yeah. He's all mad. Especially <laughs> if the Patriots have like a playoff berth on the line. Fuck no. But, oh yeah. Fuck no. Josh Allen's going for nothing. 450 and 10 touchdowns. Yeah. Uh anyway, back to the positivity. Nick Folk, uh five for five on the uh, field goals there in, in New York. I'll give you another quote, big quote show, and then we'll move on to the to the negatives, even though this was this was our positive segment, by the way. Oh wow. Here's what um, we'll give you some statistics over the past three seasons. Folk has posted double digit points 14 times. The Patriots are 12 and two in those games. Uh, consistency over 20 years to the Patriots and Vinatarian Gostowski. Folk has added his name to the legacy. Uh, Belichick went on to say, quote, Nick's really good. He's, he's really oh, probably shit. of all kickers, probably the smartest said Belichick on Wednesday. They're, they were all smart, but I mean, really just professional, totally understanding everything about kicking. Adam and Steven are probably more talented, but just in terms of fundamentals, the execution, the consistency, Nick's really good. <laughs> and, the then mum- and, then, and then Bill went on, to, went on to mumble. I mean, Adam, you're talking about Hall of Fame kicker and uh, three guys that really could be, but uh, I mean, you know, they're all really pretty good. We're pretty fortunate. Nick's really good. The fuck yeah. you have to be the smart kicker. Nick's good. You, have, you kick the ball through the uprights. What the fuck you have to be smart? I can do that. That's why they let three year olds. I dispute soccer, that. Mm. Damn it, Bobby. You, you need to jump on this Bob, bad cop, bad cop game. Raise <laughs> a soccer guy, and uh, we don't like that about him. And kickers are basically soccer players, so. Well, there's the mental aspect of the game, Richard, which where he would fail. Fail. Yep. Well, Ray would fail. Yes, that's yeah. why I'm disputing it as a soccer player. Rich didn't know what to. It was more as a human. Yeah, where I'm coming from. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you said pussy wrong. <laughs> uh, do you have another? Do you have a greater point in Nick Folk? Do Do we just uh, just good? He's a kicker who gives a shit. Like yeah. twelve and two. 12 and 2. Can he play quarterback? Nope. <laughs> well, Mac Jones is good. What if he what if we snapped the ball back there and he kicked it to the receivers? Is that a thing? Can you do that? Is that legal? That's called rugby. Oh. Yeah. Gotta go down under. Who's the dumb uh, one now there, Bobby? Huh? Uh, let's talk about some shittiness. How about the offensive line? Not great. Not great. Uh Cole Strange, rookie Cole Strange, first round pick. Cole Strange has regressed the last two games, got dominated by some of the best D-linemen in the game. Uh, Cannon uh, has been replaced, win at right tackle. He's old and slow. There's a reason he was out of football last year. Trent Brown has uh, just got his head in the clouds or Arby's menu. Or um, If if he's not committing a penalty, then win is, or they are blowing. Garbage, fast food, better options. Whatever. Uh, Six, six sacks. On Mac Jones in that Jets game, career high for him. Uh, they were he was under pressure forty one percent of the time, according to Greg Bedard. That is 
not sustainable. I think the average in the NFL is like seven. So 41 is pretty bad. Uh, offensive line, which I didn't think was that terrible to start the season, but they have really aggressed, really had some bad. I guess they were terrible to start the season, but they had a good stretch there with Zappy. Maybe Zappy's the answer, right? I think Zappy's the answer uh, to all problems, honestly. I mean, that, Raymond, take it. Zappy, your thoughts on Zappy? I mean, Zappy, why was he not pressured that much? Why wasn't he sacked that much? Why is it Mac Jones getting pressured this much? I mean, it's the decision making. He takes too long. He's like Drew Bledsoe. He waits too goddamn long. You can't hold Drew the ball Bledsoe, that long. Drew interesting. Yeah. I just can't stand how long he waits in that pocket. Zappy knew what his first route was. Throw it. Mac, Mac's got to learn. Mac's well, learn what do we make do. of all the reporting? You guys have probably seen it, that they're running a different offense with Mac Jones as they were to Bullshit. Bailey Zappy. Bullshit. One fucking thousand percent correct. That's people like Rich well, that yes, just of course. the fucking but that, that's, that's and not I'm even, relating that's it to that's the point why the ball's not coming out because guy. Mac you Jones have, has different routes. You just have to be a person with eyes to watch Fuck and you, you go, Bobby. oh, why would look, you bring this up? Look, oh, Zappy uh, is, is there and then they have a thousand people on the line and two running backs behind him and they run a play action and, and they throw the ball to the first person uh, that's available. Oh, Smart. they're losing? Now they try to spread it out and Zappy can't get it past his fat-ass fucking lineman because he's four foot seven. Mac Jones is out there. He's running five spread, no running back. The whole game. Basically the whole game. They barely ran. They're running. They ran 12 RPOs with Mac Jones. How many was Zappy? Fucking none. It's a completely different offense. Zappy doesn't think RPOs are cool. Zappy fucking sucks. They took the offense for Zappy and they made it. uh, They made it an offense that Ray would struggle with, but potentially. And then they kicked the shit out of two teams with it. Okay. (laughs) No, it's one. What? This is not a, a, a comment on whether it's good or bad, but it is undeniably different. There are two, there are two different offenses. Yeah. Two yeah. different offenses. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I don't know how that reflects to the offensive line and what that means about the offensive line. The comments out of Mac Jones this week were uh, we made positive strides against the Jets because of film and uh I basically they let me have all the reps again so I could learn these walking nutsacks offense and, and trying to make it work. Maybe the offense, they're, they're all trying to figure it out. Yeah, it's, I agree with it's, you. It's just joining. I agree with you. One quarterback's good. The other one's bad. That's Thank you, they, They're very different. I think the loss of David Andrews might be a little understated. He obviously made, I, I'm pretty sure he was telling you, Bobby. Cole Strange what to do on a play-to-play basis. So. Uh, Goddamn right. Uh, my side, Bobby. My side. 2019 with Brady when they didn't have David Andrews? How'd that they line look? sucked. Yeah. Fucking sucked. Mm-hmm. Well, he's probably also making the offensive line calls. Who knows if Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi was even doing that, just based off of them being young quarterbacks. Obviously, Bailey Zappi wasn't. Obviously, Zappi you wasn't. Heard the re- well, hold on, excuse me. He hasn't heard the reporting. Zappi was. He was also audibling at the line all the time. So I don't know where you're hearing this misinformation. Did he come up with the game plan, too? Sources. Maybe. Maybe sources yeah. say from Gillette, maybe. Yeah. Any, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> David Andrews is 1000% calling the protection at the line. Losing him was a big week? deal. Uh, so far, no. <sighs> he got still concussion pro call. Fuck out. Uh, whose fault was that? Max. Zappies. Max. He's happy through that shitty, stupid pick that he got blindsided on. Yeah, but if Mac didn't hurt his ankle, he would have been in the game and therefore. 
so therefore it's Mac's fault. Well, if Mac didn't throw it into into the ESPN wire, he would have stayed in the game. And that, so it's Mac's that's fault. really what. Yeah, it's so Mac's, fault. Mac's fault. It's yeah. Mac's fault. Beautiful segue. Uh, on another uh, another con list on the cons. Mac Jones slash the walking nutsack in the red zone. Mac Jones' uh, total stat line against the Jets was 24 of 35, 194 yards, one touchdown, and a pick. Um, the pick, not his fault. Marcus Cannon's fault. Um, the touchdown came on a fourth down, which their red zone, that that whole sequence was garbage. They're 1-3 and three against the Jets in the red zone. They're 29th in the league in red zone efficiency right now, 11 of 24 for touchdowns. The red, the red zone's a problem. And I, I don't know. I just throw in here the RPOs uh, are, are coming as well. But do, I, the, are, the red zone's been a problem since last year. Is this a Mac problem too, Raymond? No, offensive coordinator problem. I mean, it, well, actually, Josh McDaniels wasn't bad. So, yes, it is a Mac problem. Thank you, Richard. No. How, Thank you. How many Thank horizontal you. plays can you Thank run you. inside the 30? How many crack tosses and 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 bubble screens can you run inside the 30? I guess you blame that on the quarterback, that they're petrified to let that guy throw into a truncated coverage in the end zone. And we did see a pick six returned on a kind of a, a shady call there oh God. against the Jets. So maybe it's justified, but it seems like when they get to the red zone, all their play calling is horizontal. And I you that, that's not sustainable. That's not you can't do that. Can't do yeah, it. it's it just seems like they don't whatever they have to move them down the field. Whether it's just unpredictability on run versus pass, and they're calling the right play against the defense against a smaller field, that goes away, and it boils down to execution or athlete on athlete, and they don't win. Yeah, here's what I'm seeing with that, and, and this is from some reporting too. So uh, on that pick six, that was an option play. Mac and Jacoby read it wrong. They read the defense wrong. On that fourth down that they missed, that was an option play. It was an RPO. Mac was supposed to run it, and the defensive end crashed. Jacoby Myers was supposed to break out. He didn't. Um, Mac missed Hunter Henry. So they are developing an offense to move forward in the red zone and not sideways. They're just not there yet. They just don't have. Um, Has anybody explained to them that it is currently week nine? <clears throat> I'm going to write a letter. <laughs> Also, I'm going to back you up, Richard, because even when Cam Newton was here, they were ranked 24th in the NFL in red zone efficiency. So basically, I think the whole problem is Tom Brady's not here. Tom Brady's not here to bail them all out. So I think that's the whole problem. Oh, you need a good quarterback to win in the NFL. Apparently. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I, nice segue here. Somewhere. Maybe that'll let's, go somewhere. Let's see if our quarterback lands on the list of MVPs halfway through the season. It was, we are halfway Maybe through one. the season. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe one. one gets on there. Not the one you're thinking of. Uh, you, I, I gave you a, a list of my opinions on who should land there. Do you want to go around uh, Robin here and, and you can pick yours or give your description of, of what you would consider an MVP and we'll move on. Raymond, why don't you start? Who's someone, your MVP? Re- someone reliable, someone every week that you can count on to make positive plays and always show up. So mine would be Ramadaba Ding Dong Stevenson. Just reliable, okay. reliable, positive yards every week. You know, nothing negative to say, you know. Uh, he had his breakout game against, fuck, I don't know, Cleveland with 168 yards. I mean, that was the one where he really started to shine and had the feature back roll since then. He's just reliable every week. Uh, positive games, touchdowns, you know, nothing nothing negative to say in the press or the media. So, so, so go fuck yourself, you cunt. So, yeah, Robert Dominic on Stevenson is mine. 
Bobby? I, I think it has to be. I, I don't know of any other. I kind of want it to be Jacoby Myers, but he missed some time and it is an all in hit. You know, it depends on the ball's got to get to him. But he's our only real 100% guy that's been solely positive and you kind of know what we're going to get from him. I, I don't. Yeah. I, 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 Ramondre. Well, here we go. I know where he's going with this one. What do you think? You're going to Nick Folk. It is Nick Folk or <laughs> Judon. It's either Nick Folk or Judon. Judon had one bad game with Chicago. Other than that, he fucking leads the league in sacks. He's he's your only he, he's your best player on the team. Um, that's because he's like our basketball team. We'd call a play, be like, "Once I get the ball, you ain't getting that shit back." That's how he plays defense. Okay, that's <laughs> not... <laughs> maybe I. I uh, I don't know. He's your he's your best player on the team on your best unit on the team. Um, that's that's generally how I would rule an MVP. So I would go Judon, and then I would go Folk, and then I would go Stevenson, and then I would go Myers. But that's just me. And then I'd go Sounds of Silence. Jonathan Jones gets a uh, gets a nod. a nod. Gets a nod there. Okay, uh, quick break, and uh, we're going to get a quick prediction, and then I want to talk about the Celtics and uh, the Simple Minds all in 10 minutes. So we got to make it quick. Quick break. We'll see you raise tits. Thank you, Raymond. Okay, give me your uh, predictions on the Colts. The Colts stink. They are an underachieving team with a decent defense. They're, I looked at their uh, rankings for uh, pass yards, rush yards, interceptions, fumbles. They're 11th. They're literally 11th in every single category. Category. So you got the 11th ranked defense in the league, whatever that means. You got a basically a rookie quarterback who is a sixth-round pick, I think. I can't even pronounce his name. Uh, Sam Matt Ryan benched Indianapolis is the place where uh, quarterbacks go to die, as Bobby so eloquently put last week. Uh, out Hopefully, Mac Jones can go there. <laughs> Fuck, how dare you? I'm I'm wow. giving Bobby his first mute for that. Now he's gonna have to figure out how to, how to fucking unmute himself. <laughs> the blasphemy on fucking Mac Jones in the show. Yes, uh, Ray, you're up first. Your predictions on uh, the Colts. Oh, also, Jonathan <laughs> Taylor is banged up, not himself. They can't run the ball. They they just they they are not a good team. They're not the Colts that beat you out of the bye week last week with a with a hammer and a shovel or last year. <laughs> you can't, he figure, can't it figure it out. It's he done. Can't it out Stop out. it. Oh. Oh, dude. Uh, Patriots roll. I mean, this get this guy of off an iPhone. It's like, whoa, yeah, whoa, stop whoa. it. I open, oh, I open you it. can expect Patriots. the appropriate retaliatory response. <laughs> Raymond, your predictions. Uh, Patriots win. Uh, I think this is going to be one of those games where you look at the defense and be like, yep, that's another step in the right direction. As Matt Judon has been saying, I think Ramadan Medingstong Stevenson is going to have a nice uh, carrying day. It's supposed to be 74 and beautiful in New England that on uh, Sunday. So, yeah, Patriots roll 27-17. Uh, and you're going to be there with the Queen. Indeed. You're expecting red carpet treatment? No, of course. Of course, of course, of course. Um, I'll give you mine. We'll we'll, we'll save yours, Bobby. I, I'm gonna go. Yeah, you gotta you gotta take this down at home. Um, but twenty one thirteen, twenty four thirteen, at best twenty four. I don't think you top twenty four. What's the stat uh, when they hit twenty two? They win the Patriots for mo most of the time. 
Well, they so start that with the Jets because the Jets they scored twenty two against the Jets. No, I'm pretty sure that I think that's right. Oh wow, they got a good record when they get to twenty two with Mac Jones. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go twenty four. 24 to 16. Okay. Pats win. Bobby? Yeah, I mean, this game makes me nervous. They've been playing like shit at home. That's they have a home game. Um, I'm mildly nervous they get reverse zappied by this backup quarterback. But I, I think they win. They have to win. Uh season's done, they don't win. I think I actually think that they're gonna put up some points on this. I think that they'll cause some turnovers. Yeah, you know, I'm seeing like 31, 16, 17. Woo, 31. We're getting a 30-piece. How many 30-pieces have we seen Mac Jones put up? The Jaguars, what? That's about it. <laughs> Bobby doesn't say Mac's going to score. It's going to be oh, a lot of defensive okay, okay, okay. turnovers. Not so preference. He didn't it say it's going to be Mac or... Jones. Exactly. His defense is going to step up and cause turnovers and points off of that. So Fair enough. Okay, well, we all got the Patriots at 5-4 and four after this week. Who are the Jets? Ray, can you quickly look up uh, Jets and Dolphins? Who are they playing? And is there a chance the Patriots come out of the basement? The Jets uh, lose. They Jets are play left. the Jets play the Bills at home. Uh, Ooh, the Patriots and a, should not be in last place after this week. And they're an eleven and a half point uh, underdogs right now. No and the Dolphins the have like the New York the Jets, Bears. The Dolphins have the Bears. Um, okay, so you will be in third. The Patriots should be in third after this week. Nope, we're all going to be tied for second. Bears beat the Dolphins. Jets lose to the Bills. We're all tied for second. It's not tied, you dumbass. You you lost the Dolphins. Aren't the aren't the Dolphins five and three? If they win, they'll be six and three. Are you saying they're going to lose? They're going to lose the Bears, Bobby. Do you not listen? Do you not comprehending what I'm saying? I missed that. No, I missed it. Either way, you'd still be in third because you lost them earlier this season. But all of us will have five and four, and we tie in second place. Oh, I got it. Just simple minds, simple minds. Let's not do tiebreakers here. Just numbers. Just Just quick one single digit numbers. We're not going through the the fucking. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're not going against the spread here. Let's not confuse ourselves. Give me my trophy, motherfuckers. What is it? Eleven and a half. uh, Jets and Bills. Eleven and a half, yeah, right now. Going over? Are you taking the bills in that? Fuck yeah. Is it in Buffalo or in New York? New York. Yeah, New taking the bills. Taking the bills. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, afternoon delights. We'll do some Celtics, and then we'll end the show in the simplest minds. Stay tuned for race tits. Viewership dropping significantly. Oh God. Skyrockets in flight. Afternoon delight. You guys have it, I think. Afternoon delight. I don't know, Ron. That sounds kind of crazy. This is a really good beer. What is it? Fucking choke on it. Great Lakes Christmas Ale. You should Connecticut. You should be able. You should. You should be able to score that. All right, I'll have to look for. It. Yeah, I mean, it's there's so many microbreweries. It's like you're just trying something different all the time. They're well, Great Lakes Cleveland? is pretty big. It's out of Michigan, and no, um, it's out of Cleveland. Great Lakes is out of Cleveland. Yeah, what was I thinking of? I don't know. Apologies, Rim. All right, uh, let's do the Celtics talk in, a, in just a couple minutes. I gave you my I gave you my opening take. Let's just run off that. A bad look for the Celtics. Bad, 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 bad look for the Celtics if IMA comes back and coaches in the NBA right now this year. Uh, agree or disagree, Bobby? I 
think it's a bad look. I never would have expected this. I thought this was a classic. He disappears for a year, maybe comes back, sees what happens. But like, I just don't quite. Is there no other candidates out there? There was another candidate. This guy that bad? It was between I made another coach. I forgot who it is. I can look it up. But there's basically two front runners in the. What What is it that they're thinking that he's the best for Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving? Because he's been there. He's coach Kevin Durant. Okay. He's been there. He's, he's been a, in the organization. He knows what both of them like. He knows how to run that offense. He's coach he Ben can... Simmons. He's coach Kevin Durant. He's been with the Nets. He's before. Um, also, he's probably the best candidate of technically available. He's yeah, I can see that. Let me ask you this question. Those, this is a great question. Is this a is this a worse look? And we don't know the answer to this, so I don't know if it's it's a good question. Is this a work worse look for the Nets or the Celtics? So the Nets are two and five oh, the Nets. as we stand. Absolute dumpster fire. Kyrie just came out with his anti-Jew shit that everyone's getting on him for. Um, Kevin Durant's balling. The dude's average is like 34. They can't get wins. They fire Steve Nash, who they backed in the offseason in response to Kyrie Irving being in a fucking asshole again. Hmm. And then a week into the season, they can him. And now they go out and try to get a uh, a guy that was suspended for a year on the verge of being fired for what we believe to be massive, massive sexual harassment or aggression or whatever. I just, I I mean, Odoka should not coach in the league this year if you're the Celtics. They just shouldn't let him do it, especially saying, for no compensation. Like, what saying. the fuck's the point? They're saying I think from look. a Celtics perspective, uh, go ahead, Rick. Go ahead. They're saying it's a bad look for the women that are in the Celtics organization and Nets organization. That basically, no shit, no one fucking cares about you. Look at we want the better coach to come out here and coach these three douchebags that can't get along and make this team good. That's all we care about. We don't care about what happened to you or what your feelings or how you feel about women being uh, treated in the NBA. This is a huge bad look for the whole NBA. It's not just for these two organizations. It's the whole NBA in general. Like David, uh, not David Stern, fucking Adam, Adam Silver, Silver should be Adam Silver should be stepping in and be like, no, this guy cannot coach this year. Let him take a whole suspension. We're suspending him for a year. It's just a bad look. It's a bad PR look all around. Yeah. Is there any talk of the league stepping in? It was a Celtic suspension from the from the get go. It was uh, they he violated uh, team policy. Which, which is what leads me. So the rumor was he, he had sex with a VP's wife, and then more leaked out that it was the um, uh, traveling secretary that they had a relationship. Wick went on record to the media and said it was multiple, multiple infractions. It makes me think he banged the VP's wife. So mm-hmm. like, and maybe he also yeah, he had some other like. Uh, uh, you know, some other bad things that if he didn't ha- if he didn't bang the VP's wife, maybe some of that could have got swept under the rug. But because he did, everything came to the surface and maybe he's just a fucking scumbag or maybe he's just loose with his with his D. I don't know. Maybe, you know, who? Oh, fucking Jeff know? Van Gundy. Jeff Van Gundy on, I think, the first night, the first broadcast was like. It's like I'm Aodoka's a good man. I know him. He's a oh, good, I remember seeing good that yes. man. And like, it's like, dude, do you not know what he was just accused of? Like, I think anyway, that's the other he, thing. I think that's the other thing. Someone has to come out and say what this guy did, what the whole terms was, because that's how you can either clear your name or be like, no, fuck, 
this guy. Well, that's a good point. Is he going to have to make a statement where he essentially details what happens, why he was suspended? Otherwise, if you're a reporter, aren't you asking him every single game what happened? If not him, the Nets, if he gets hired by the Nets, I'm... It's my understanding that there's still an investigation going on by whatever law firm that they hired. So that that's an easy out that it's under investigation. We can't talk about it until it's included, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But if I'm a reporter, as soon as that's off the table, I'm asking the Nets, why did you think it was okay to hire uh, Ime Odoka? Was the infraction not as bad as uh, the media put it out to be? Did the Celtics <laughs> overreact? Blah, 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 blah. That's on the Nets to answer. They hire the guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like the Nets is such a bad organization. They're kind of high profile, just, I mean, being in Brooklyn and having Kyrie Irving, where he has so much extra things surrounding him. Like if this guy was going to, you know, some Midwestern team that just doesn't get a lot of like publicity, you know, I I don't know, like a Cavaliers team, just whatever, any of these other teams, it would gut out of the news cycle. But I just think with the Nets and the media there, they're going to be like, great. Like I have questions every day about this. (laughs) Yeah, and your team sucks. Uh, yeah. with two Hall of Famers on it, so this should because yeah, be- you know Kyrie Irving's going to say something too. You think he's not going to comment on this? Oh yeah. Well, black man, black man. He's got. Yeah, he's got <laughs> yeah, to have something. He has to have an opinion. Great segue. Uh, simplest minds of the week. Right after this. I have to show my tits again. <laughs> Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid does. Okay, let's start there. Uh, run a little late, so we'll go there. Uh, let's start with Kyrie. God, fucking Kyrie. Just can't get away from this guy. Can't get away from this guy. I, I don't. I, I, I meant to look up the exact name of the thing that he tweeted. The movie that was based on a book that is just full of anti-Semitism. He also tweeted another uh, Alex Jones thing, who you know just got. Lost the lawsuit for a billion dollars for being a, a professional fucking asshole, and uh, and then was confronted in a, in a press conference after a game, a loss, Kyrie. That uh, forget again. Sorry, I forget the reporter's name, but that he good good on him, man. He went back and forth with Kyrie to try to try and capture how much of a dickhead, just a fucking dickhead, Kyrie Irving is. The a YouTube uh, informationalist that thinks he's smarter than everybody else and is actually the dumbest motherfucker in every room he's ever walked into. Um, if you show him a YouTube video, he'll believe that shit. He will believe everything that's been put in front of him, unless uh, you know it has some positive racial connotations to anybody that he deems not fit. Fuck Kyrie Irving to the fucking moon. So anyway, so you know he he basically promotes and supports an anti-Semitism movement, and uh, the repercussions of it are nothing. The owner said, "Well, uh, you know that was." Um, in poor taste and we need to sit down and make sure that he's educated. He claims to be the most educated guy in every room he's ever been in. Adam silver of the NBA basically had the same comment uh, and said, you know, it was unfortunate that that was the case. What's his, what's the, who's the rookie uh, Anthony Edwards got fined like $50,000 for using a gay slur off camera at practice towards some person that of no consequence. They find the guy 50 grand and Kyrie Irving's posting, posting anti-Semitism shit. And they're just like, eh, 
that kind of sucks. We got to make sure that, you know, he's got the right information. We want to make sure Kyrie's happy. The VP of the players uh, or organization. Fuck this guy. What the hell? How much more does he have to do? How much more? How much more? And he donated a bunch of money, too. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. Him and the Nets both uh, donated $500,000 each uh, to uh, anti-Semitism or anti- The Robert Kraft route, if you will. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Anyway, any any thoughts? Any any further thoughts on uh, Kyrie other than my ranting? How is in Brooklyn like not going after this guy? Isn't Brooklyn a big uh, Jewish community down there in that area? Like, why wouldn't they be like all outraged and go into the media? They and be did. Like, they, they, they. I'm sure there's some local courtside. People sat courtside the next day at games that said uh, fight anti-Semitism or mm. uh, support against anti-Semitism. They're right yeah, but there. Ky- a, Kyrie probably looked at that it. and thought they were supporting him because he's that fucking dumb. Right. Well, what? Yeah. It's, fuck, yeah fuck this is guy. my point. Yeah, What's it yeah. gonna take? for this guy like this this like i don't think there's anything i i just i i don't i I think he misses something that allows him to understand reason in the way the world actually works and not what the internet tells him he's the walking epitome of our uh social political uh however you want to define how polarizing um the minority the minority voices are at this point in this country because that's what it is the minority voices and whatever they're fucking walking epitome of the confused youth yeah, if confused use stands for cunt, then that's right. <laughs> Sorry. Also, I Sorry. think it's his inner circle. But you could. You got two of the letters in there. I think it's his inner circle. Until he's not popular and, you know, having all his... It's like any, like, Kanye. It's like any of these big-time celebrities. You have this group around you that's always telling you, you're right, you're right, because you are you want to be a part of the boys. You want to be a part of the posse. So until he's no longer uh, looked at in the media as, like, one of these guys, that's when it's going to stop, when he has no one around him anymore. Yeah, Katie can't. Katie can't skate on this. Like he's been, uh, you know, yeah. riding the coattails and supporting him the whole time. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, fucking asshole! What a fucking asshole! Uh, speaking of assholes, Dan Snyder is now finally under federal investigation for fraud, tax fraud, money fraud, whatever. He for, he's been fraudulent against the NFL. He's been fraudulent against his own employees. Uh, he's ran an organization with a, a bevy of sexual harassment. He's Pimped out his cheerleaders in Mexico. The guy's an absolute scum, allegedly, sorry, fucking scumbag. Um, And the NFL has been trying to get him to sell his team for years. Uh, They Did they end up voting on that? Did they get the 24 votes so they never end up voting on it? I don't don't think there was a vote, right? Goodell got a a letter from the FBI saying, don't worry, we'll get him. And now, uh, in the wake of that news that he's under investigation federally for fraud, he is uh, expected to sell the team. You know who Shocking. started that? Jeff Bezos. He's the one that started that whole investigation. He he dropped the because uh, he wants to buy an NFL team. That's the one thing that that Amazon guy wants to do is buy an NFL team. That seems boring. Get somebody fun in there. Bezos is boring. He already built a dick rocket, like an NFL. Now you team? can have a dick NFL team. So boom. If you want a dick as an owner, keep Snyder in there. What the fuck? <laughs> hey, nice zinger. Uh, okay, last question. We'll end it here. On is, well, I guess you just answered it. Is Bezos good for the NFL or bad for the NFL? Whatever. I think it's good because he's gonna he's a rich guy. Money. He's got money. He'll spend money. It's bad. It's bad. You need you need NFL. Is just become a money money league. Like 
we talked about this in, in Boston all the time about the Red Sox and John Henry becoming disillusioned to Boston. You need someone who gives a shit about your team. You DC Redskins, I live down here. The uh, sorry, Commanders. They need somebody from Maryland, from this area, who gives a shit with a ton of money. Well, stop being poor bitches. I agree. Someone that has money. I, I, I think I'll that franchise, name they're one of those teams where the league's better when they're good, and they've just been bad for so long. They're the fifth richest franchise in the NFL, and they suck since 2000. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, they need to be. That's the, Bobby's point. They need to be good. The yeah. NFC East needs to be good. The AFC yeah. East need to be good. East Coast runs the shit. The so NFC East is good. East Coast bias all day. Teams. All those teams are playoff teams right now. Exactly. That's what I put your mother on on Tuesday, too, there, Richard. Boom. It's been sports show, uh, November 4th, Friday or Rewind. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Great camera and mic, Bobby. Excellent. Shitty the room. Shitty room. But yeah, I know. Yeah, the, we, there's a lot in transition here. The, the, the baby's room and oh, this baby. <laughs> it is. It's the baby's fault. Sharp. Look at that. Like Look a real sharp. podcaster now. Looking sharp, sounding better. Look, he got it to work the first try, Ray, you dumb bitch. <laughs> How long did it take, Ray? Don't worry about it. Years. Years. <laughs> Two and a half years. I think I need the headphones like you, though. To, I, I think that'll help me better. I, I think I'm going to do that. I only wear it because it hides my elf ears. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good call. Uh, you just walk around with earmuffs on all year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? I got you. How bad you... are the ears? Let me see. That's not that bad. It's pretty bad. Thanks, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby, I appreciate your kind word and gestures. Um, oh, look at this. Let's Bobby. make. I was sure. gonna say, uh, yeah, mention that. Thanks. Bobby, on the little microphone down there in the bottom, on the click up arrow thing. What was that? On uh, on Zoom, where yep. it has the little microphone bottom left. Yeah, click up. Under select microphone. Uh, is it on Samsung Q2U? It microphone? is, yeah. Great. Awesome. Perfecto. Why can't you be nice like that to me? I don't like you. Oh, gotcha. 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 That makes sense. <laughs> you make my life difficult. Uh, what do you say we start the uh, the show? This is my sports show. The latest and greatest.